0: 1.30 To fight The house is like Half an hour away
1: So the guys who are Fighting today Also work out this got Like
0: a little shakeout, Then they're gonna come Two hours early And You know Do their thing And then uh, Yeah Then get ready to fight Holy shit and Then you have two You have guys that are Fighting next week So it's a weird dynamic Right So they're Like we're concentrating On the guys that are Fighting right now And then the other guys They're all been really cool We have the vets but you have guys who are like, me, me, me. <laughs> like, can I get my my pads in? We're like, well, this guy's fighting today. Like, we gotta.
1: Yeah, fight. and he's like, well, I'm fighting in six days. So yeah, yeah. And,
0: and we have a one of Connor's guys, and he's like a mechanical engineer, so he's already, already like a. Just everything, everything, and it's kind of like some drama going on.
1: Holy shit! It's fun though. That's it. I never realized the schedule was that brutal. So Chandler and I were just
0: talking about it, like we. You're like, okay, we're going to have all this free time. Yeah. And, like, we wake up. Like, this morning we woke up. We got some breakfast planned out at a, at a, you know, practice, whatever. And then we jumped to, like, the cold pool, whatever. And then went to practice. And then usually we go eat, and then we got to be back. We have, like, an hour to ourselves. And that night. Yeah. It's something. It's fun, but. <laughs> yeah. But Are you uh, rolling? Oh, sweet. Oh, shit. I was about to say Connor showed up. uh the house at your guys's house, no, at the fighter house. Um, what the night before weigh ins and just got hammered. was Randall, got hammered, and then uh, started lighting up a joint in the house. and The producers ran out and they're like, No, no,
1: no, holy shit. Well, I mean, Connor can do whatever he wants. That's what he, he said. He's, he's like, I'm gonna Connor. do, it. he's like, Call day and I'll do whatever yeah. I want. I mean, it's. <laughs> There's a few people that have earned, you know what I mean? Like, you've got to give the guy credit. Love or hate him. Like, he's, oh, he's, yeah. earned, he's earned quite a bit, in my opinion. No, he has. But anyways, if you want any of these PEDs, too, by the way, Apex, Conquer, any of the nicotine have at it. I'll jump in. Um, but today we got Ryan Bader, who I'm sure a lot of people know. Bellator heavyweight champ. He used to be double champ. Yep. It's actually the—I've texted you for a while. So my brother-in-law— my wife's brother has been your manager for a while right for a
0: long time i've known randall forever like little kid wrestling yeah you know tournaments and all that kind of stuff and you know his dad and and it's a tight kit tight knit community and you know we travel i was from reno nevada tr- traveled down to vegas to wrestle and vice versa and so i got to know you know that whole crew and mm-hmm. randall forever and then he came to asu and wrestled for a little while and um to know him more then and got you know, in a little got, trouble
1: that's why he didn't wrestle he there got anymore. in a little trouble
0: <laughs> at a football game he got yeah uh,
1: good old good old randall uh he's texting me right now but yeah so he's so i he told me about you so obviously you you knew him before i did you've known that family longer than yeah. i have so when i met you know taylor my my wife now Like hunting was not a thing in their family. Yeah, but as soon as I met Randall, he's like, "Man, you got to meet Ryan Bader. You Mm got to meet him." So he started telling me about you. I'm like, "Cool." Well, then I started texting you. He gave us each other's number. You and I started texting, and then I met you like two days after the light heavyweight fight. Yeah, yep. When you were double champ, but that was the not to bring that up, but that's when you lost the double champ status. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So (laughs) it was kind of it was an interesting thing. I showed up. Because him and I had been texting for a while. I showed up to camp. We were going on an antelope hunt together. We had yeah. planned that outside of even really meeting each other. But just kind of, you know, hunters, you start texting and bullshit, and you kind of figure it out. You know what I mean? You oh, figure out if you're one of the same, and usually you always are. So I'm like, all right, we're going to go hunting with beta. This is awesome. I had an antelope tag. You had an antelope tag. And I showed up to camp. I'm like, hey, man, nice to. So what's, that's, nice to yeah. officially meet you face-to-face. Face. Officially, You guys you officially finally. met in yeah. camp? Yeah, but it was, I mean, shit, it was a week after you had lost that. Yeah, that so I body. had uh um, So it was kind of, you know what I mean? It was like a little bit awkward for me, yeah. just being honest. But yeah. I'm like, hey, man, what's what's up? You know,
0: <laughs> It's not for me. I mean, loss is whatever. But, yeah, showed up to antelope camp, dropped a pin or something. He yeah. showed up, and he brought Randall, who's never been. Never, never been, been, been hunting, yeah. You got him some new boots, and he was dude, kind of I had outfitted him, out. I had
1: him fully outfitted. He, he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Like, no idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's asking me all these questions about how it's going to go, what it's going to be like. I'm like, dude, it's it's hunting. He's like, well, am I going to have cell service? <laughs> You'll be in and out of cell service, but, like, I've never hunted here. I can't. I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah. I've you scouted the shit out of it, but, like, I haven't been there in person. I don't know. Bader, you didn't have. You text me. There was no service at camp. Damn, was, no. Yeah, so Bader texts me. There's no service at camp. I told Randall. He immediately got like freaked out. It's like, all right, well, when are we gonna have it? And I'm like, well, I mean, Mountain Peaks, but it's like an antelope hunt, and I've never been up this far yeah. north. Like, I don't
2: really know. Did, did he want service for like the work aspect? He wanted to be able to work ways out there, or just wanted to be able to check in for like he a just, social thing? Like, needs to be connected. He's or? never been away from
1: it. Yeah, ever. That's just, what's crazy to me. Yeah. why I wanted to kind of. I mean, my if you want my honest opinion, he didn't want to be away from it because of sports betting. But that, yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's true. my take. <laughs> Well, he no, me. that's probably not
2: true, but that's what I give him Because if for. someone, like, for me, texts me or lets me know, like, ahead of time, hey, we're going to a spot and there's going to be no service, I'm like, yes. Yeah, perfect. That's great. Because that means everyone can focus when they're hunting yeah. instead of, like, everyone pulls out their stupid phone when they get up mm. on top of a ridge, switch over that cell signal thing, like, yeah. oh, shoot, I have cell phone service. You look over at your friend, he's not glassing anymore. Yeah, that's what it we look forward
1: to is not having service. But, man, he was, he was freaked out. But I'm all the good gear – He's never taken a shit outside That's either, so he was, aside. like, super concerned about he's that. He's like, Bader, um,
0: can I talk to you for a second? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, ah. like how do you go to the bathroom? I'm like, like number two? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> you pick a tree, you can do the, you know, the lean, you know, you can you do the hold-off. the stance, yeah. the lean, you can do all kinds of stuff. <clears> and then he put him in a little tent, and it started raining on him. Oh,
1: God, that was so funny. So anyway, so <laughs> this is actually a really good story. So that, like I said, I pulled up, I met you, your dad, your son. Mm-hmm. And then it was me and I brought Randall. And we, bought, we brought uh, Luke, our film guy. We have really good film, all this stuff. Um, so we pull up. We're, like, getting situated in camp, you know, talking. Randall's known these guys forever. So me and Luke are kind of talking, getting to know Bader and his family. And, you know, it's just getting dark, time to go to sleep. So I, I tell Randall, like, hey, man, this is, this is your setup. Like, here's the cot. We had the cot for him. We had it inside a... A tent just for you know being in the desert you kind of want a little bit of cover at mm-hmm. night and so I'm like okay your boots you're gonna when you get in you're gonna put your boots underneath your car right yeah. here you're gonna do this the, the whole setup it's you pretty, know like we have learned over yeah. time so everything's you know logistically sound and it's easy to do we were all good like everything was good what well, out of nowhere a desert rainstorm came in and it actually it did rain pretty yeah it rained pretty hard what like it was pretty incredible out of nowhere like midnight randall freaks out i had one of those tents on the top of my truck you guys had like a big canvas yeah. tank, because your dad had brought everything
0: yeah he's from reno so he just drove yeah, you're it. born yeah. and
1: raised reno right? yes sir yeah so he came across uh brought all his setup there so like randall's like it's raining what the fuck do i do like will you put your your tent fly over the top like we had left it open for airflow in the you yeah, know, yeah. Desert right now, in, in New august New like mm-hmm. you leave it open for airflow He's like, "What do I do?" I'm like, "We'll get your temp, your temp fly, <laughs> and take it out." What's a temp fly? I'm like, "Holy shit!" He's yeah. like, "Will you come out and help me?" And I straight up said, "No." no. I'm like, "No, this dude, is, I don't is, have." Like, it is pouring rain, and I am not out there. As as
2: a man in hunt camp, this is one of those things you got to figure out yourself. That's yeah. literally what I told him. I'm it's like, great, dude, "Great I think Luke experience. and my
0: dad were out there putting it on for him. They were all yeah. trying yeah. to help him <laughs> while he's inside. Yeah.
2: But it's it's one of those things that like everyone, we all take that for granted. Like we know how to do it all the time. Yeah. We know where to put your boots. Like well, not make a yard sale, so when it does rain, you can grab your stuff. Randall's
1: Randall's such a uh like he, he's a bullshitter you, you know like yeah. he's always giving you shit he's always saying something he's the greatest guy on planet earth and uh he's always doing you know he's always saying something always giving me shit for hunting's not that hard mm-hmm. like oh whatever you guys don't work that hard hunting's not that hard I'm like okay well, come on this hunt it's an antelope yeah. hunt right easiest easiest you should know, be easy. In, in quotes of of the rest of the hunts so when he was you know, leading up to the hunt, telling me we don't work that hard. We don't do this. We don't do that. And I'm like, figure it out now. Like you, you say, yeah. we don't deal with anything like figure it out. So he's out there fumbling around. Can't figure it out. Anyways, Bader's dad, Luke, try to help him. Can't help him. He ends up just getting in my truck and closing the door, sleeping <laughs> <He's> <laughs> in the front seat all night. Cause he couldn't figure it out.
2: Oh my! But then gosh. yeah, the
1: whole, the whole rest of the hunt was, was, all, we got to figure out what to do with that hunt. I'll let you explain what happened. I mean, yeah, long story short, the I heard it was a pretty off. crazy hunt. It was, yeah, it was. It was like a little sheep hunt, kind of. Yeah, I
0: mean, long story short, I missed and missed and missed, and then at at the end, I had I brought a backup rifle and shot a different antelope, not our target antelope, um, but it was pretty frustrating, right? I, I I shoot, miss, should have been. I mean, it was close. It
2: was yeah, 180 yards. You know, we shot. go
0: try to reside it in, and and it was like. Was it, so the, okay. gun, the gun
2: was was off
0: or yeah? Well, when I got home, I had a Vortex scope on it, and uh-huh. it's happened before. It it just sheared off. Oh, and it's like yeah. You know, I go back and I'm like, all right, but we did try to like sight it in yeah. and hit a yeah. rock and all that, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that I mean, that's what happened. I mean, kept missing, and then I finally just well, gave you that can rifle shoot up. though too. I can shoot, yeah. And so we didn't think anything. We, I mean, I don't know. We didn't think anything of it. just kept blowing my mind i'm like what is that going on i'm in Mm -hmm. my own head i had him like 450 yards like you know like after you guys left yeah and i didn't have the confidence in that rifle that's what's
2: hard when you lose that confidence
0: and this antelope would come back to the same spot every single time more or Hmm. less and um and we went up some dude that was wild. we went up some little little peaks
2: yeah, it wasn't like a. T- well, I've heard it from was, Luke. It's, it, was, it was a crazy antelope hunt. It was, it was
1: unlike any other antelope hunt I've ever been on. It was really fun for that purpose. Yeah. Though. Like, it was not the typical, like, window time glass in the flats. This buck lived, it was like kind of like this tabletop. Little bowl. Mountain. There. Like this little bowl. I don't know how much elevation it was. Uh, 700 feet elevation, maybe? Yeah. Like to the just top. Just straight up. Yeah, just straight up. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was enough to, like, you're not really used to that with an antelope you yeah know that's, what I mean? so that, so, that's crazy yeah so he would be he was come down on the bottom to hit the water right because that's where that water yeah. was that your dad found him on before his dad pre-scattered it found this buck Is a it was a phenomenal buck and uh he would just he would hit that water and then get back up to the top on this tabletop well anyways we ended up chasing this fucking thing up and down this mountain <laughs> how many different <laughs> everywhere. times everywhere First time I had ever had leg cramps on an antelope hunt. We got back to camp <laughs> and, and I tried to get up out of the camp <laughs> chair and my leg just like seized up, sent me into like cold chills. I was sweating. That's how bad my legs cramped up. So anyways, Randall thinking that all this shit was easy, like yeah. he, didn't, he didn't think it was that easy anymore. And he didn't go up either. No. He watched from the bottom, which actually is really funny because the first time we had stalked this buck and we got up to the top on him, the first shot, and it ran down off the mountain. Mm-hmm. It ran literally like 20 yards from Randall and Bader's dad. Because they were kind of yeah. perched mm-hmm. up like just glass and not, not moving. So when it came down this little pinch point off the top of the, the tabletop, it had ran like literally 20 yards away from him. So he was like, what do I do? I'm like, yeah. well, you, you can't do anything. What do you mean, what do you do? <laughs> it's like, wait, how does this work? I'm like, Bader's the one with the tag. That's yeah, like, how this works. You guys can't do yeah. anything. And he's like, so we just have to wait until you guys get back and get back. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, exactly, exactly yeah. how this shit works. You should be running around yeah, right now, yeah.
2: looking, scouting some other areas while yeah. we're out yeah, running. Yeah, exactly.
1: So anyways. Um, the antelope's dead. He did get killed. Yeah. The uh,
0: Next season, I had a buddy that had that tag. Sent him in there? I sent him exactly on that little bowl up top. Yeah. And he was sitting right there. Really? He missed him. <laughs> So days like,
2: later, was like a Bermuda Triangle out uh, there? Something's like, going it was on.
0: He, but he did kill it. He missed him, and then they did that chasing him around because he, you know, he he would come back. Yeah, you know, um, he did disappear for like a day and a half. Yes, one exactly. Time. So you know, they killed him like three or four days later, and ended up being a, you this know,
1: what we thought. Buck. Yeah, <laughs> really cool buck. His right top went forward, and then his left top went back. So he kind of had a offset look. It was cool. Those are cool animals. Yeah. He's a stub but anyways, like I, you know, following you on social, talking to Randall, like you were, you've been a hunter. When did you start? Yeah, hunting?
0: so my, uh, my grandpa, um, my dad, and my uncle, you know, um, born in St. Mary's, Idaho, where I was born. They yeah. lived there, ranching, hunted in Idaho, and then they would... So you weren't born in Reno? No, I wasn't born in Reno, but I came over when I was like two. Yeah. And, you know, pretty much raised in Reno. Um, so my dad and my family have been huge hunters, you know, and um, that's what we'd do. We'd, you know, get a tag, and I'd always miss that first week of school because yes. one of us would have an antelope tag, you yeah. know, and we, we always hunted, hunted the the Sheldon of Nevada. Mm-hmm.
1: The good spot. The
0: good spot, and I remember, I mean, we were young, and my dad would drag, drag me around and, I mean, you'd get up on those tabletops and, and go into the dry mm-hmm. lake beds. And putting 18 miles as a little kid, yeah. you know, no other way to do it up there, and um, so that that was kind of like my first experience in, in going to Idaho. So I got I got a whole different mixture, you know, mm-hmm. kind of still hunting in the woods, and then obviously mm-hmm. all the Nevada stuff, just big glassing, um, and just kind of as a kid, somebody would always have a tag, whether sheep tag. You know, elk
1: tag. This is a good old days in Nevada. Yeah, as a resident, you could get a lot of tags. And if you guys were from Idaho, Idaho, you could always pull tags back. Exactly. Yep. And it was a good setup.
0: Yeah. So just kind of uh, is really just a family thing. It's what we did. And you know, on those big hunts, like those antelope hunts, you know, we take the Mm -hmm. family over there and and you know make a trip out of it. And then between us, my cousins, uncles, grandpa, you know. Growing up, we ran through every tag, you know, pretty much every sheep tag, obviously deer, elk, antelope, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And um, my grandpa took us up to British Columbia after oh, wow. gra- graduated uh, college. Took everybody after up college after college, and you know, took my dad, my uncle, my cousin, and I, and we kind of got the B, mm-hmm. the B team, yeah. you know, they went <laughs> up you know, and yeah. you know got they got their sheep, got goat, um, moose, and all that caribou. Uh, we, we kind of went, we were moose and caribou hunting, but we were out there, weather got bad, you know, we were out there, I think 15 to 16 days, you Holy know, shit. that's an adventure yeah. up north, fly, that's why yeah, so flying and, mm-hmm. and did you was, kill that, a moose and a caribou? I got a caribou and then, um, I was about to get a moose on the last day and the guy like took us out of there, it was getting kind of gnarly, yeah. he felt, and so, hmm. um, didn't get a moose, so my dad, I mean, he came back with everything, you your know, your dad the, did? Me and my cousin kind of stayed back, and yeah. they and
2: yeah. they went elsewhere. They went so, th- so they, like you
0: said, they were the A team. They were the A team. Yeah. We were the B team for sure. You know, and we had so a great. It's typically how a father son. Huh? I get, I get you, it. It's yeah, typically it. how it goes. Yep. You know, but we had uh, we had a great group of guides at the beginning. I shot my, and mm-hmm. they're kind of younger, mm-hmm. and shot my caribou, and um, I'm like, all right, which what, what do you need help with? And he's like, you just watch that bear over there, right? that was my job, watching this bear, you know, cross the little, little canyon and saw Wolverine That's going a across. Site.
1: Dude, up north is it's the it's best. amazing. The problem with up north though is the weather stuff. Like logistically, to get you out of camp, if the weather is getting bad, then you gotta yeah. leave. That is the one problem.
2: I think the worst part is it's so uh, addicting.
1: Oh, it's wildly addicting. Like
2: once I did that British Columbia hunt in 2013, you killed a want- goat. Goat and a, and a moose with my bow, yeah. and I've wanted to go back ever since. That country is just love, so yeah. – it's so hard to describe how amazing it is up there. But once you go there, you just want to be there all yeah. the time. So that yeah.
1: was post-college, though?
2: That was post-college.
1: You played football in high school, right? Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. Yep. Played uh, pretty good football players, at Nevada defensive player of the year. And that's what I – you know, after the high of winning mm-hmm. state championship. and You played at Wooster, right? We played Wooster. We beat all the Vegas schools, yeah. Yeah, yeah, before, like, Gorman and all them were there. But yeah. – uh, so did you go to McQueen? McQueen, yeah, yeah. So we had some guys went went into the NFL after that, and I was off that high of like we just won state. I want to yeah. play football, but I was I was 195 pound middle linebacker, wasn't overly fast. Like if I got filmed to people, maybe. Yeah. But were you 195 because you were wrestling? Yeah, at 197s. Uh, yeah. So what was it? 189 back then. Yeah, you had to make 189. Yeah i would have no no shot (laughs) you know so on paper i'm like yeah whatever so i started thinking about maybe going to it was like the number two jc school and Mm -hmm. then trying to go to a really big football school and get bigger faster yeah you know and then i uh when i had interest from oregon for wrestling and then went to one last tournament senior nationals it's like the first place winner of every state gets Mm -hmm. together and i got third and started getting pretty heavily recruited for wrestling i went down to asu and they take you down palm walk it's like just palm trees, hmm. and then you you know you I don't know break sh- your net
2: I looking at girls that are going uh, by or like I think I want to go here. Yeah. That's yeah, it's, it's a Scott different still, atmosphere coming down. from where you came from to yeah. Arizona. I, I don't know shit about wrestling.
1: Yeah, like I only know it from my brother in law. Like I still I have an insane amount to learn. But the season wise, is it spring or is it fall? So
0: it's, yeah, it's more of a fall. You know so you, you played
1: football and wrestled at the same time.
0: No. So, I mean, I guess it's a winter sport, you know, start like in, there was already, there was like some overlap, you know, cause just we were always doing just a little bit. We were yeah. always doing well. And then, uh, I mean, it's been so long, I think it started in December and you go through February or something like that, you know, college wrestling and we show up and we're like, we're the track team for like a month, the swim <laughs> team for a month. Yeah. And then you start wrestling and all your friends are going on spring break and you have nationals the next weekend. You know, it's a grind for sure. College wrestling is a grind, you know, but he got us what we needed as far as what we're doing now. Yeah, so sure. did you
1: hunt in high school then if you were that busy through all those? Yeah, programs? I tried.
0: I tried as much as I can and, and you know, a couple of times, you know, we're a big football school, so that yeah. was the focus, yeah. but, you know, I'd, I, always, I always did well, you know, did my homework, As far as like in football and knew what i was doing you know kind of control the defense and all that so i had some leeway and they would let me go but yeah it got it got hard i think more so in college i had to like take a step back yeah you know because you can do that in high school football maybe but you know when you're you're starting and you're missing a week of wrestling and you're you're dueling somebody Mm -hmm. so i kind of took a little step back and did what i could yeah college sends it to another level it does it
1: does for sure that's why I stopped, and I just went hunting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I made that choice real quick. No, I like that.
0: Yeah, so I mean, just fun like the hunting wise, you know that that trip up to British Columbia was amazing. And what's crazy too, like we were up there, like I said, 15 days, and we did get stuck in there. The the little tiny one person prop plane <laughs> could yeah, push the plane. planes. You know, couldn't get in there and, you know, kind of ran out of food. Somebody got a moose, you know, we're eating moose for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And you look back and those are the best times, right? No filter, no water filter. Yeah. We had horses there too, just straight out of the. Oh, Seems like God. that's
2: the trend. Everyone I hear, <sighs> like, even on our hunt, we ran out of food in British Columbia. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, because you're there to kill. And, and I think you're there to And, just and just because live the we- of what like you kill. said,
2: the weather, like, we were going to get yeah. other food flown in with another hunter was going to come in, but the hunters couldn't come <laughs> yeah. in because of the weather. So, like, yep, yeah, you guys don't have food. You guys start, like, rationing a little bit. And it's like, it sucks at the time. Yeah. But looking back on it, like, dude, it's that exact. was so awesome. Yeah.
0: We had grizzly, grizzly bear counters. I had one stand up on me like 30 yards, and I'm on a horse, guns in the scabbard. Mm. And I'm just trying to keep my horse, you know, snorting and everything. I'm, come on, come on, get away. Get away. Walked away. And this, so the whole guide thing I was saying, we had great guides. Yeah. And then we transitioned to hillbilly Bob, meth Bob, you know. Meth Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was not very good, and we went out. I shot my caribou, went out for a moose, and, you know, he just had his flannel on, you know. Even back oh, then, yeah. I had, like, you know, the Gore-Tex. Yeah. And um, so he's getting cold. We're just sitting under a tree with a fire, not doing any hunting. Not hunting them because of his gear. And I'll show you a video after. We start taking the horses out, and there's a good amount of snow now. And he's starting to act weird, and he's kind of leaning on his horse and swaying. So I ride up to him, and he can't talk. And he's like, light, light that tree on fire. Light that oh, tree on right. fire. I'm like, what? It's like why don't we just make a fire and he's like no light that tree on fire dead tree yeah. no, know 60 foot tree told you to light it on fire yeah and i lit it on fire <laughs> <laughs> All the way. i'll show you a video i was like what is going on here and so anyway we get him out and then the next day his horse like spooks on a mushroom and bucks him off and he hurts his back and i gotta take him back over my lap back to oh, the my deal gosh.
1: and so that pretty much was like indirect hunt. did you ever have why back? did he tell was he cold was he froze? He had or high, or?
0: like hypothermia that first time
1: because his gear was so shitty.
0: Yeah, he just had a flannel on and
1: <laughs> for most of the day. Probably don't want to be up north with just a flannel. On. No, it's just no. a
2: guess. Hmm. Did you ever have bad experiences with the horses up there? No, they're all pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, you did right. Oh, I got bucked off the first day, landed mm-hmm. on my bow. Thought I completely effed up my bow. Yeah, got bucked off two other times. I mean, he did. The like, horse saw a mushroom is oh, spooked bad. Yeah, the horse I had. Later on, they didn't tell me this right away, which I thought was really funny, but they said like, yeah, the horse that you had has very bad eyesight. And mm-hmm. so anything that's good. like black or dark colored, it thinks it's a bear and freaks out. So there's times where this horse just starts running down a river and I'm like, with it's my camera It's probably on a really shoulder, good horse to just put people just, on smack. Yeah, it. it makes total sense. Thing. And I'm just like, oh, this is, this is the thing where I'm gonna fall in the river, my camera's gonna get soaked, I'm not gonna be able to take any photos the rest of the hunt. Yeah. But again, looking back, I'm kind of glad I had that horse because it was a cool experience. Experience, to say yeah. I got bucked off the horse, if still you kept going. Your boat, yeah, if I'd busted It'd the different. boat, it would have been, been not very been good.
1: I've so I've been up. I've been super fortunate to go up twice. I've been in Northwest Territories and I went to BC. BC was with horses. Northwest Territories was all foot. But I had it. had a great experience with the mm-hmm. horses. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I actually had an encounter with a juvenile grizzly bear coming down the horse the horse trail after we had killed on our way back to base camp. It was like a day and a half ride. We were about halfway. We got to this little pinch point where a bear stood up on its hind legs and the horses started freaking out. Mike, mm-hmm. the guy I was with, his name's Bruce Willis. If you can, There you go. Believe that. And the he guy, legitimate, legitimate, <laughs> legitimate name, Bruce Willis. I'm like, dude, I am going to fuck with you this entire hunt if that's your, actually your name. Anyways, he was such a stud of a guy. He won Guide of the Year uh, 2018. You yeah. know how those Canadian yep. outfitters, they, they put him yeah. up for Guide of the Year? Yeah. He won it. He's a stud of a guy. Really, really good dude. Um, told me to get off the horse. He's like, get off and just stand behind your horse, get the gun out. Okay. Whole we'll standoff with this bear. Anyways, he ended up being juvenile, so he was kinda not really sure what to do. He wasn't big enough to like just start yeah. bulldozing bulldozing everything. So thank God he kinda went off. But I had a grizzly bear encounter too, it was a awesome. Gnarly. Yeah, I mean we had a dead sheep on the on the horse too, so it was kind of a you know, yeah. he knew, he knew why he was why yeah. he was there. It was cool though. It was really cool. So hunting's awesome. basically in your blood. Yeah, hundred percent. You
0: know, so in college, yeah. I didn't do as much, and then you know after college and all that, and 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 still right now, I I have to like
1: mm-hmm.
0: work around work around it because if you know I've I had a you know early archery bull tag in five B South, and I was fighting four in four weeks, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna train. I'm gonna train through the weekend. I'm gonna give myself, you know. As much time as i can which isn't was it this now. a
1: heavyweight or light heavyweight it was a
0: heavyweight fortunately it's like Matt Michio. yeah so you do not
1: have to focus i didn't have to focus on losing that, weight yeah.
0: and all that which yeah. is
1: really hard if you're out i don't know i don't know clean. how you i don't know how you did that like how you would have managed a weight cut and hunting and fight you, camp you can, yeah
0: so you know i have to work around here and there you know and um i really started getting into these hold like 100% disabled vets. Mm, so there's yeah. a organization, it's Outdoor Experience for All. They take tags that are turned back in in Arizona mm-hmm. and it can go to 100% disabled huh. vets. And so um, last three years we've been working with them and um, there's always there's always early bull tags. Yeah. Um, this so last I, year. I wanted to get in deep with you yeah. on this. Need, uh, you and I have been that. talking
1: about, I wanna come out this year and I really appreciate the offer. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make it out this year. So what what exactly are you doing for these guys because it's through your family's place too right yeah so you know we usually take um, my my in-laws have a,
0: a ranch up there in you know the, the units far like 22 23 area and so any of those tags you know we know that area really mm-hmm. well and so we you know we'll have them at the ranch and and that we get different walks of life as far as these vets I mean we this last year we had Vietnam vet Amputee, you know, to the hip hmm. on one leg. Uh-huh. We had two females, you know, one was in the Navy, got hurt. One was a nun, a one eyed nun, and she was attached to the Marines as an analyst and got blown up. And then we had no a, way. you know, tip of the spear, Dev Groove, SEAL Team Six guy, and we had all four of them. And we had one Muzzy tag, 22 South, and we had three 22 North tags, rifle tags, hmm. you know, and so, and we, We filled every one of those tags so awesome you know we we set the the vietnam vet you know we set him in a little glassing chair yeah called the bulls in you know the um and the seal was awesome i was like hey it's two different units and he's like i'm here to help and he came and you know helped us and, Mm -hmm. and um you know just with the morale too as far as like the different vets and them talking amongst each other and stuff and i was talking to the nun i'm like hey we tend to go a little hard and if yeah you know, if we're pushing you too much, just tell us, and we can try a different tactic. And she was – we took her through Manzanita. We took her up and down. <laughs> she, We showed her a bull, and she wanted that bull. And we're like, we're going to have to work for it. And, um, you know, eye patch and everything. She was on a rattlesnake. I had to throw her off. And we, we thought she would hate it the day of, right? So – She'd never hunted before? Ne- never really hunted before, and so we – you know, it's nasty country over there. And yeah. so we're, we're taking them through Manzanita, this and that, and going after this one bull, and I take her up, and this bull's, like, perfect in this saddle, and she's it's a 200-yard shot. You know, I take her up there, and that bull kind of moved, and he, I peek over, and it was right on top of us. And we get her set up. We had the little triclops and whatnot, and she couldn't see it. No, it's, she, yeah. couldn't have, she couldn't. She couldn't find it. We had to scope back down. I was like, "Don't look through the scope. Look with your eyes. It's right mm-hmm. there." Couldn't yeah. see it. Right. Ugh. That was the whole thing. It went to 300 yards. Put it on the bull. It's in there. Oh, I see it. I oh, moved. You know, kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. And we're tr- we're being very patient, and we don't care, right? We want a good experience. And then that bull's he's long gone, and so we're basically having a picnic out there, and it's like 11 a.m. And I look over, and there's another bull, like a little smaller bull. And I was like, "Hey." You want to shoot him? Sure. He's 500 yards. All right. Using one of our rifles. Shoots. The wind pushes a little bit. I'm like, "All right, hold on to ass. Smokes it at 500."
2: <laughs> Excitement <laughs> level now is it's yeah. going through the roof. But then
0: we get we get her down and all that and I'm like, and at breakfast, I'm like, "Hey, make sure you eat." She's like, "I'm not eating till till noon." I'm fasting. I'm like, "All right." And so I'm like, "Hey, have been drinking water." It's kind of a Randall thing. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, um what happens if i have to go pee i'm like you go behind a bush yeah go behind looking the bus, whatever yeah, anyway yeah. we get her up there um, we take care of we take a picture take care of the bull for her and and uh, she's in the shade and i hear i overhear like talking to the seal dude i was like yeah i just had a seizure and this and that and we're like oh so i get up and i call one of the cowboys i'm like dude i'm sorry but we need like horses in here oh. none having a seizure so we get a horse in there we pack her bull out she's already back but when she gets back She's on a horse, and the cowboy's getting her off, and she can't feel her legs, and so he swings her leg over, but that leg goes out, foots in the stirrup, which is a big no-no because that horse will just yeah. take off. Her head is going when he catches her at the very oh last gosh. second. So anyway, did we,
1: she struggle with seizures? So she, Was I that guess like a thing? yeah,
0: it's kind of a normal thing from her hmm. injury. And anyway, we get back, and she's like sitting down side of the dirt like dirt road, and. How you doing, girl? What's going on? She's yeah. like, she's drinking a white claw, and she's like, "This is the <laughs> best day of my life." <laughs> i my like, kind okay. of nun. Yeah, yeah so, it's I mean, awesome. th- those experiences are. Man, I'd rather do that than obviously I like having my own tag,
1: but yeah. to yeah. help. What help got those you guys? Out. What got you so deep into it? Like really doing this thing? Like you guys have that that whole week up there at the at the place. You guys shoot in the afternoons. I've, I've seen yeah. videos of you guys doing a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, basically, you know the guy who who founded it, Eddie. You know he kind of came to, I kind of knew him mm-hmm. here and there and he had me had me speak at one of his uh, you know fundraising events and you know he's gonna have like I think Remy this year and all that and there's a good amount of people that show up and um, basically just asking if we'd help we'd help take people out. You know, yeah. this is mm-hmm. perfect setup because you know we'll get the get the people that you know they probably will but go out and camp and whatnot, but they 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 need more of like, hey, this is. Yeah, I got up my bed. I got my food yeah. right here. You know, yeah. and and uh, so it's just kind of a the perfect storm right there in those different units, and um, they've had, I think last year they had 500 tags. Really? To give the vets, and they can't fill them. Hmm. They can't fill them. They can't fill them because you know how it is. Like i I do a lot of stuff with the seals and then the green berets, and everybody's always like, hey. Let me know. You got to yeah, get paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Got to get approved. Whatever, but let me know. But the these tags come in maybe a week before, and um, so when you reach out, this is oh, a tight yeah, it's schedule. Time people are like, well, I got my, you know, yeah, yeah. the softball tournament. I yeah. got, yeah, you know, I have to be there, you know. And so um, a lot of them. Then he'll in turn they give them to other organizations that maybe could find somebody, but um it's it's a super cool experience and it's awesome you have I, different people
1: i really really want to get there i'm looking forward to it yeah it's awesome we've always wanted to do a bunch more with military and vets and all that stuff so you know always looking to do it i think i think it's awesome that you guys have that set up and what you guys do out there i think it's badass <laughs> yeah. you've been texting me the last couple of years <clears throat> sending me the reports of what's going on and everything yeah. it was, it's pretty awesome
0: i mean this weekend we have a i can't make it because i like film the ultimate fight
1: or whatever, yeah. but I
0: was going down and just to have a Lena hunt and mm-hmm. we have a bunch of female vets and uh, vets, and they do a little do a camp and have somebody there cooking yeah. for them and stuff. And we'll take out, you know, two or three of them, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. shoot their, their pigs, whatever. And, yeah. It's just more of like that camaraderie that they feel. Cause when they leave there for sure, I'll have texts for months and months and, you know, stay in contact with most of them. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, it's a good reset for them cause they're, you know, in their normal life, some of them are having troubles. You know, the seal dude that got out—he was top of the spear. You know, top of the top. And you go from way up here to mm-hmm. just everyday life, normal life, yeah. Normal yeah. life. and, and yeah. it's hard. And so he—he he was just talking about. I love that we have a, a mission. We plan. We execute. Yep. You know, and um, I think hunting that, has a lot of crossover about that. that.
1: That's the thing too. With like, we had Derek Wolf. On here, they played for the Broncos eight years, won the Super Bowl with them, played with Vaughn and Peyton that, mm-hmm. that whole year, who's a DN for them. And it's like, you know, that locker room, it translates really well to, like, vets in the military. So that's why football does so well with the military is yep. that locker room feel, that camaraderie. And then when you're done with it, it's like the next closest thing to it is hunt yep. camp. That's what yep. it is, logistically planning and, and, you know, common goal. Everybody's after the same goal, get mm-hmm. some killed, teamwork, it's like it translates over really well for for bets and you know ex athletes and all that stuff. And such so, a
2: great escape from the daily life. Oh, like amazing! Going out there in the mountains, like and we
1: don't ever like you know normal guys like us. We don't ever think about it, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a uh, you know professional athletes like you. It's you guys might not take it for as much granted as we do. Not to I mean not yeah, to say yeah. it that way, but like you know we just think it's whatever. But then you talk to Derek and he's like, dude, a guy won the Super Bowl, sacked. Cam yeah. Newton in the Super Bowl and he's talking about how killing a bull with his bow in a hunting camp was like the greatest thing ever. 100%. Like yeah, I mean that's what we that's what we feel, right? Like us normal guys, mm-hmm. that's what we feel, but like we have nothing to compare it to yeah. like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you winning, you know, multiple championship yeah. belts and holding them at the same time. It's like hearing it from guys like you that hunting is is that, you know what I mean? It kind oh, of validates the normal I have guy to have that about
0: it. that outlet, right? And it especially like you know, I have a few flat few fights left but I have to have that like planning working towards a goal Mm -hmm. you know if that's not in my life in that competition really you know and hunting is competition you're competing with yourself you're competing with other hunters the best form of competing with the animal you know and so for me that outlet and I love you know my wife thinks I'm crazy just like the planning yeah you know I love the planning part I love You know, getting my stuff together, going through my gear. Okay, we're gonna use this, that, that. Okay, cool. You know, and then, and she always laughs. She's like, "I come back." She's like, "You're unpacking to pack again." I'm like, "Yeah, (laughs) gotta gotta leaving in a week." (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I just I love the whole process of it.
2: Do do you think all all the training you do correlates really well into hunting? Like, you never feel like there's something missing there. Like meshes perfectly. Well, I can
1: speak to his physical training because when we had to go after that antelope, I'm like, "Holy shit, I got a (laughs) file." Like this guy, yeah, he's just trucking up the mountain. I don't, I don't train like that. Yeah. So I'm like trying to keep him. like, holy shit, that's why my legs cramped up. But
0: still, even in like good fight shape or whatever, you're in good shape, but like mountain shape and like he's a little, walking up a, yeah. a steep incline, is different. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, and you know, my uh, brother-in-law, Blake, and I got him into hunting. He was a fisherman in, in California and was like, what am I going to do in Arizona? And he's like, go, go, go. I'm like, why don't you come, you know, come over and we'll get you into hunting. And now he spends more time. Out there than a hmm. lot of us, you know, and he loves it. But he's in that
1: shape where he can just go mountain yeah. shape. Right? That's he, how Brady is. Yeah. Brady's, and he's the mountain athlete. That's what it's we a call Brady thing. internally. Yeah. 100%. Interna- that's who he is. He's a professional mountain athlete.
0: So I'll, I'll still get smoked on there and I'm like, man, I'm in shape, but I'm, apparently I'm not in shape,
1: you know? Yeah. And we're you, big boys, right?
0: 240 do. plus pounds, trucking up, you know, big backpack.
1: Even when you were fighting at 205, would you still be 240? No. I'd be around 225, 230. Yeah. So still, I mean, a lot more than
2: you. Oh, what so are you up to now these days? 186, finally. There you go. 6'5", 186. Yeah. I nice. dropped all the way down to 174 during the 38-inch
1: in That's a mountain athlete right there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, My body just larry. melts off calories and pounds. Yeah. Do you think the mental focus of a training camp translates well to hunting?
0: Yeah, I do. You know, and like, I got, like, pretty big into hunting coos deer you know and you've killed some giant coos yeah just like sit there glass Mm -hmm. all day you know and and like you were saying a lot of a lot of guys your buddies will be like and there's always you got to have a break but you know they pull out their phones yeah after a couple hours and they're go through all their social media they start looking stuff up start eating food start eating snacks behind you
2: those mountain naps are really good when you're not finding any animals yeah
0: exactly you know so that focus yeah definitely and then you know, it kind of correlates to everything, right? You're planning, you're working towards a goal. Mm-hmm. Like on the MMA side, I want to step in there and give myself the
1: best possible chance ever to succeed. Yep, it's kind of like the same. Do you scout your, or you do you watch your opponent? Do you watch a film? little bit.
0: I don't do uh, like I don't do a ton, and I always my coaches do. Yeah, and I just have a routine, and I tell myself, I tell myself every time that I'm going to watch it at the beginning of camp. And I don't, and I watch it like a week and a half out from fight, just to really? kind of go through a checklist. And be like, okay, I already know everything as far as yeah. like tendencies. We've drilled it because my coaches have watched. I've, I've watched these fights before. Yeah, you know, but it, it's my process of of doing it. Like, so
1: you just focus on being better at what you do. At what I, I, I want to coaches kind of do that.
0: I want to dictate the fight, and I want to focus on me. I obviously want to watch out for tendencies what and what they're at, good yeah. at, but. I, I don't put a lot of a lot of thought into what they are going to
1: do. Is there anything comparable to hunting with that hunt scouting to that? Oh
0: or yeah, two for sure. Very different things. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just some planning and, and like the setup, right? Um, and I kind of prioritize my hunts. You know, some of them yeah. are kind of like I can draw this every year. You yeah. know, and you want to keep everybody happy. You want to keep the family happy. Yeah, my you co- got three kids. My coach is happy. Yeah. You know, so I'm like. Oh, if I have a, you know, a Q0 hunt, you know, in 22 or whatever, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I won't put a lot of work into it, right? Or maybe yeah. someday that's my only hunt, I will. Yeah, you go all in. Yeah, you know, but um, like as right now, like have a San Carlos q coos tag, mm-hmm. and I can actually, the bull tags got pushed back a week in Arizona, so somebody usually always had a late bull tag. Yeah. So I spend like four days in the San Carlos hunt, and then come back, give a day, and then go help somebody. Yeah. And this year I get to spend time on that one,
1: so I'm excited about that one. Yeah, that'll be awesome. You've killed some good bucks out of there already. Yeah. Really good bucks. But didn't yeah. you kill like a 110 out of there? 110 yeah. Plus, yeah. Yeah. It's a stud. Absolute stud. When they
2: get that big, they get.
1: Yeah, they that's kind of get me excited now. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So you so. Do you have a fight yet this year? Do you know? So two guys are fighting
0: in March, and um, I fought them both already. fought one at 205, and it's the other Russian dude, Modovsku, who fought two fights ago. Mm -hmm. Tough Russian, younger guy. Um, So they're fighting. Logically, that's a next contender. Yeah. But kind of one of those things where sometimes you know right after a fight, like who you're fighting, when you're fighting. Sometimes it takes a while.
1: So you don't you don't know how to plan your hunt this year? Sure. Not really.
0: Season. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you know, to fight sometime in summer because last year was great. Yeah, you know I didn't have a fight scheduled that you know and it was perfect and I had a had a good time and and uh, went on a lot of hunts. But that's that's a whole deal. I like you put in and you never. Do you know. get to
1: dictate at all?
0: Dates? A little bit, like, but not really. You know, I I've always wanted. I tell that. my manager, like, hey. Give me a fight like early September. Like usually yeah. there's one like September third or fourth, yeah. right? Yeah. And then that's perfect timing because you have the you know next like three months you're not gonna have anything. anything. Don't oh, even yeah. have that's why you wanna do that. it yeah. You know, you wanna get as close. So otherwise you fight in May and then you'll have a fight in October. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle of everything. And so of course that's a year all elk season. That's a year you're gonna draw a badass tag. Yeah, you know? Of course.
1: But I always wondered if you could dictate at all. Hmm. About
0: that, that would be tough. It'll be really nice really when I, you know, I'm done, where I can be like, all right, you know, yeah. I have this hunt, and I can work everything around that. instead yeah. of I'm, That's I'm, what always I'm working in towards.
1: Yeah. I'm working towards just being able to go hunting and not worried about coming home and doing this and yeah, you know, phone calls and all this shit. That's what I'm working towards.
2: Is there a dream yeah. hunt that you have that you really want to do? <clears throat> if you didn't have anything else going on, like what what would it be? What you're setting your life up to go chase? Man,
0: I love elk. I love elk hunting, you know, bow hunting, big, big elk. Yeah. That'd be fun for me. Yeah. Chase you know. them in the rut. When did like you move
1: to Arizona? Did you? In 2000,
0: 2001.
1: Right after college? Right, right after high school. You so were resident of Arizona then? <clears throat> yeah. Do you get your lifetime license? I don't have my lifetime. Oh, no. you do that. Do that? Definitely do that. So the, so you, you've you been earning resident points since then? Yeah, well, in college, like I said, sometimes
0: I took a backseat to it, a little backseat. Yeah. So there's a couple of years I missed and all that, but um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of the guy where we have, like I said, we get to go on these these rut hunts and all that and help help out, and yeah. I'll, I'll have that every year. Yeah. So I'm kind of the guy where like, all right, I like to hunt. So yeah, you know, with these with well, this couesier mule deer, like in Arizona, I'm like, well, I'll put in for not a crazy hard unit to draw and try to work hard and yeah. find the good bucks, you know? And then, yeah. um, with like this year I put in, I don't mind the late rifle bull tags. They can be good. They can be good. And you know, in the areas kind of where we're at, you know, we kind of know where the like to get in the little pockets and stuff like yeah. that in the late. Um, so this year I put in for 23 late Yeah, and, um, and I don't know, it's always for me as far as that the archery early archery tags that's where like that the fighting comes into play as far as like all right I can't spend two weeks hmm yeah that'd be tough. you know unless it worked out perfectly like yeah. I had a fight September 3rd yeah you know and so um, like I had that one and I had a fight in three weeks you know
1: that would be so tough man
2: holy shit yeah, because you have so many different things compounding on top well, of you. you t- have it's a tough hunt. with work, yeah. let Trying alone
1: to go perform physically.
2: Yeah, you're you know? get drained on that hunt, and then you have to go fight later. It's like,
0: Ooh. and for me, like that's my job, and that takes the number one priority. Yeah. and and I'm never gonna walk into the cage and and feel like I didn't do enough work. Right, yeah. that's yeah. the worst possible feeling. Have ever. you ever had that feeling? Um, I broke my hand in training camp one time. It wasn't crazy bad. Um, really, the only injury I've had—I broke this in a fight in first round, right? And then which fight? Um, down in Australia, Anthony Peroche, I hit him with an uppercut, but just one knuckle on his chin. Yeah, I'd never broken anything. I hit it. I'm like, huh? That was weird.
2: <laughs> that was weird. I started grabbing, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I feel—I feel it like click clacking in my hand. Ugh. And I'm like, oh. So I have two more rounds to go. I say, take him down. Start elbowing him. Super bloody fight. Win the fight. Um, but the next training camp I threw like an uppercut, hit an elbow on that same spot and had a fracture. And so I go into a five-round fight. Big old dude, you know, Saint Prue and the Saint Prue fight? Of in St. Prue. Yeah. Yeah. He's a giant. I did not throw a punch with my right hand that whole training camp. Just got in shape, did Against what I did. Against him do.
1: too. Holy shit. And that guy's so a giant.
0: We went in and the doctor was like, I can put can numb it up right to your knuckles so you can still feel it but and it's crazy they could do that and I was like I want to try it first right I tried it out I'm like I don't like it and so we just rolled in there and I'm like well I hope it I hope hope it's good and it did it it held up and we ended up winning that fight but that's like the one time where I'm like I don't know Mm. I don't know if I'm in shape I'm in cardio shape but that grabbing Wrestling, grappling. Yeah, every time you shape. do something,
2: it's going to hurt, right?
0: Yeah. Like, feel, oh. And so, yeah, it's it's one of those things. So that that always takes a priority, no matter what. You
1: know, I, I did you end up winning that fight? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah.
2: that. Makes you worry about it too, like if you have a so fight I'm trying later to, and um, you're going on a hunt. Like, what if you got Real Drankle on that said yeah. hunt? You know, it's like, oh, oh yeah, I'm trying like,
1: to look right now. Are you still number two most wins in UFC light heavyweight? I, I think so. I'm like, because it's John so Jones and you, right? Yeah. I think that's what it. is. I'm trying to find it right
0: now. They might have taken me off of everything.
1: (laughs) They don't want you to be a part of anything. Now you're on coaching tough. No, I talked to Dana there.
0: He was like, hey, welcome home, you know. Yeah. It was good to be back. He's like, we'll change since we were in a warehouse on Ultimate Fighter, and now they have the Apex and the PI. Yeah. You fought on Ultimate Fighter, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, Yeah. season eight. Yeah.
1: God, it's wild. Anyway, anyways, that's why Ryan's in town as your coach and the ultimate fighter right now with yeah. Michael Chandler helping Michael Connor. Chandler. Um, obviously, that news broke. That's awesome. Connor's yeah. coming back. Chandler coaching against him. Um, That'd be amazing. And it's nice it's not in hunting season, which makes it good for you. Yeah, I'm sure Dana threw a threw a jab that you were back at UFC instead of Bellator. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Did Bellator say anything about it? No, we got a broker or anybody. Say yeah, anything?
0: we got approved by both. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. it, it's good, you know. For, I mean, Chandler was a Bellator guy, and him and Bellator I were the kind, champion for a while too. Yeah, and we're kind of the same, same guys as far as like we don't burn bridges. Like I've never badmouthed the UFC or Bellator. You know, I've had great experiences in both, yeah. and you know, I fought twenty fights in the UFC. You know, it's always
1: on on the show. And that's what I'm saying. I was trying to find it, I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure you're number yeah. two behind number John Two Jones. or three right there. Yeah.
0: You know, so uh it's good to be back and it's good to I was gonna come in, good like kinda come in, come out like Chandler asked for like whatever you can do, whether that's yeah. a two days or whatever. And I got here and met the guys and we started training and and like
1: all in now. So I'm yeah. gonna be up here as much as I can. Got in your skin just like hunting. I man. know. <laughs> so is <laughs> this like something
2: you're here for a month long, or is it um, back and forth you get to go or what's
0: I'm going back for, for the weekends, you know, keep the family. Yeah. yeah you got three kids. Happy. That's yeah.
2: that's
1: tough. Being Football. a fighter, fight camps, hunting, hunting camps, yeah, three kids, wife. That's a lot, three, You're a busy fellow right now.
0: Oh yeah. Hmm. So just trying to keep everybody happy.
1: You, and your wife, Daisy's cool with it? With you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I came back. I'm like, hey, hey, babe, um, you know, this schedule, if I could, no biggie, if not, (laughs) tell me to F off, whatever. But if I'm here and I come back Monday, Monday morning, Monday night, I come back, you know, just put in a day, then I leave Wednesday and Thursday for fights. And she's like, that's a lot for you. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, yeah, it is. And she's like, just stay the whole time. I'm like, okay. You got what you wanted. (laughs) I was negotiating
1: right there. Really good negotiating does she ever give you shot uh, give you shit about uh hunting after the all the fight camps and all that stuff no
0: uh, I mean there's times when I, there's, there's one time she called and she's like hey you go, you got to come back I'm like all right copy that I'll be'll be the next day like these <laughs> coy, yep. these coyotes yeah. killed all of our goats I mean there's like a goat hanging from the fence like Holy that's coming, shit. And I'm like all right um I'll come back obviously um, but she's super cool about it yeah you know and um uh, my brother-in-law, so he married my wife's sister, you know, and he loves to go go out and get away yeah. whenever he can. like he just loves being in the woods. and you know, my wife's already to, always telling her, like, hey, you know, this is our hobby. they could be doing a lot worse a stuff, lot of other stuff. Right? Yeah. We're out in yeah. the woods, we're with our buddies we're we're working, and I wanted to get her into hunting and kind of show her what it is too. And so yeah, once you once you do it, you just she you have a yeah. respect for it, sure, right.
1: Yeah. That's what the best thing I ever did was take my wife wa- my wife hunting because her family had never been around it, didn't know anything of it. Just yeah. like we were talking about. So I took her hunting with me and when she understood what it is and like what we do, she's like, Oh, this is this is great. Like yeah. I see why you come back a better person. I'm like, Yep, exactly. We're not over so, here just exact drinking
0: beer and no, cider, yeah. Like,
1: they say, you know, the southern Tennessee hunting camp, this is like this is what we do. I mean, this is yeah. like this is everything to us. And so when she understood that, and then it, I mean, that was the best best decision I ever made was to show her that, like, actually take her with me immediately, yeah.
2: you know? Yeah. Because I, I always say, like, true friendships are forged on a mountain. And it's like, I see that with you guys. Like, you guys didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went to hunt together, and now you're good buddies. It's yeah. like, even, still, even going with a significant text, other, you like, learn something new about them 100 taking yeah. on the hunt. Because you're struggling together. You're having the highs. You're having the lows. I had a lot of good friends
1: in my life. Like, growing up in Las Vegas, I had a lot of good friends in my life. None of them were for hunting, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, growing up in Vegas, I never met another yeah. hunting family. And, uh, you know, playing football, all my best friends were football players. Everybody went on to to keep playing. I've, like, I've, I'm have i still friends with them. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. we still talk. But you know, my best friends now, the people I've talked to on a weekly basis, are all people I've met either literally on the mountain, literally on the mountain, like Clay Hill, or, like, guys I've met through hunting. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, those you have are a different bond. To to
0: you go through some adversity here and there with somebody. Yeah. You know, and it's like... Yeah, the guys I I have friends all over the place, right? But the guys that I I hunt with, yeah. you know, I'm talking to them every day. It Might not be about hunting or whatever, like no, whatever just, group chat or whatever. You know. And then you know, we get together and we go out and yeah, help each other. Like somebody has a hunt and you know, it's funny. We know who's like going to bring food or whatever yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh,
1: yeah, everybody has their role they in the situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's awesome. Yeah, and
2: it's always crazy too when you're hunting buddies. Like, There's those guys who just want to drop everything and go. No yeah. matter what they have going on, if you have a tag, they're like, I'm going to get out of whatever I have to do to yeah. go hunting with you because I just want to be in that moment, share those experiences, have yeah. those memories together. It's like hunters are crazy. We're, cut oh, we're from a crazy cloth. Yeah,
1: we're insane. There's no addiction like hunting. Yeah. There no. isn't. Is fight addiction like it though? No. Because I, I asked Derek kind of the same thing about playing. Is it is? No, I, I really don't like to fight. Really? I like to compete right
0: i just happen to be good at wrestling and then beating to be the shit good. out of people that's yeah what you're good at. like i really don't <laughs> like to fight you know, there's uh you ask any fighter like if chandler was in here or anybody yeah. like you go through some emotions like fight week and to the point like especially early early in the career you're like what am i doing <laughs> yeah. you know and then afterwards you're like oh that's why you know but yeah. after you win i mean if somebody's yeah. like hey you're gonna fight Lorenzo in a cage on March 4th and both are gonna train and, and you're both very good like good luck You're gonna be thinking about that the whole time. Yeah, that's and it kind of to. takes over your life a little bit and my wife knows that she's super cool with it as far as like I May not always be present and it's nothing to do with you or the kids or any, anything like that mm-hmm. Like I just have something on my mind And I tried to and I used to be really bad with that when I was younger even before wife and kids um, but now I try to prioritize like I leave the MMA side when I leave the gym I leave everything mm-hmm. there then um, husband you know father yep. friend outside of that And I, but a couple weeks out you know switch flips we, I know her and I know our deal she's like is everything all right I'm like yeah babe, it's not you know, yeah. you know Just how kinda, I get You're focused. I'm focused yeah. I'm dialed in and you know it is what it is and then I'll be back mm-hmm. you know <laughs> After the fight, I'm back, back to normal. Did you, you know? start fighting right out of college? Um, so we, so I graduated college and we had Cain Velasquez, mm-hmm. former UFC heavyweight champ. We had CB Dalloway, one ultimate fighter, yep. um, UFC vet. We had a bunch of UFC vets, but Kane was like, I'm going to fight right away. We got done with nationals. He was training. We went down to Mexico for really? one of his fights to like corner him. We didn't know what we were doing, right? And <laughs> Dana was actually down there at these fights in Mexico for Trying some to reason. find fighters? Maybe, or maybe heard about Kane or whatever it yeah. was, and guys pulled out with Kane forever, you know, and I was like, well, I want to keep in shape, and I might as well learn yeah. a little kickboxing or whatever. So I go to MMA gym and start learning, going with their pros, and I'm like, man, I could be pretty good. Like, well, maybe I'll just do one fight yeah kind of knowing that if I liked it it'd keep rolling yeah I did my first fight on an Indian reservation in Arizona and I, <laughs> I was like yeah I'm That's gonna all, fight you know wild. you're like I'm ready I'm gonna do it we go up to Camp Verde and see my guy and he's like 185 pounds how big are you at the time we were fighting at 205 so it gave me that like, confidence so I'm he like, came in little yeah yeah I'm like all right I can whoop this dude and were in the back and he had he had ponytails and stuff like that and he's warming up and you kind of there's like a little curtain but you're watching like his ponytail whipped him in his eye and he went down and i'm like all right i'm feeling yeah. good i went out there and just wrestled him and beat him up real real good he wore a rash guard <laughs> you know and so after that i'm like i think i can be pretty good and i mean you're fighting for nothing you're fighting indian reservations i fought in mexico you know in a bullfighting ring and then um bullfighting ring Yeah they in a bullfighting
2: That sounds they, like you I can mean, explain something. They were like
0: <laughs> we drove up to the border on the US side we stayed in a hotel and then we walked across got on a bus and went like a couple miles in and Kane was there he was going to fight and it was like a it was a ring three-roped ring which you can't keep anybody in and it was like plywood painted plywood So I'm like I'm glad I'm a wrestler right Holy shit. <laughs> I knocked my guy out picking him up and yeah. slamming him down you know, but and then I found Cayman Islands, and then but it was a means to an end, right? I was like, I got to get my record up. I know I can be good, and I know go into the big show. Was just, Randall
1: your manager at the time? Um, he started at
0: the Ultimate Fighter. That's when it started. Yeah, that's when I, I got with Dave, um, and then you know, and Dave and Randall were yeah, with yeah. each other, and it, it was, I was having trouble with like a weasel manager, mm-hmm. and I was looking for somebody, and there was a mutual friend that we both know knew Dave. Or Dave and I knew and then we got together and did a handshake deal from there there on out. Yeah. So
1: this is this is pre This is Dave right after the
0: ultimate fighter.
1: No, I'm talking when when you were down in Mexico it was pre pre Dave and Randall. Yeah, pre. And then you just had to do it it
0: was Wild West back then, right? You just took fights to get your record up. Dude, our lives post college are very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very different. Well, that's a thing too, you know, we're just like I'm I'm gonna bet on myself and I'm like You know it is what it is I was like looking to go to law school and all that and I didn't want to look back and woulda coulda shoulda Mm -hmm. yeah I didn't didn't want to regret and exactly had a job and a a small sponsor came up and was like hey we'll pay you monthly to quit your job and fight do it full-time I'm like and it wasn't much but I'm like if I'm gonna do it like I'm I'm single I'm young I'm gonna do it now you know and then um, yeah it wasn't anything so racking up a little credit card debt and all that and <laughs> oh be like, shit. well, I know I'm going to get, you know, to where I want to go because I'm going to work my ass off to yeah, get there. Yeah, you got to do it. And yeah,
1: and then 40 fights later. Huh. Unbelievable.
2: It sounds wild to me.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah, I didn't know like, that. I didn't know that that was like your true start was doing that. I had no clue. Yeah, I mean, we fought in fought in a barn in Globe,
0: Arizona. You know, we, they just didn't have a lot of Were you winning all these fights? Yeah. Crushing I came into Ultimate Fighter undefeated, and then, you know, won the Ultimate Fighter
1: and carried on from there. And you know what's crazy is how much wrestling has taken over MMA. Oh yeah, like you look at all the champions. Yeah, phenomenal wrestlers, every single one of them.
0: I think it's just like what we've
1: been through as far as if you throw somebody into a college
0: wrestling program, it's, it's level, hard, yeah. right? Yeah, one day is hard, but do it from September to. End of March, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it, like I said, we were the track team, the swim team. We were, you know, we were out there running the track, running, running the um, stairs and stadiums and all that, throwing up everywhere the whole time, and everybody's looking at us like we're animals, right? And like, well, what are you guys doing? So was wrestling?
1: Was wrestling? I think for you in Minnesota.
2: Oh, it was big. All my friends wrestled. Really? I mean, but a lot of hockey, obviously. There was no but wrestling in Vegas. Majority I, of my I friends, here.
1: none, zero. I've like, never even heard of it.
0: You have your pockets, right? Iowa. Yeah, like some East Coast whatever, California, yeah. Nevada. We had like that's where like I didn't know Randall from. We had there's a there's a little group of like guys that went and did freestyle and we'd have yeah. to go like out of state, but you have like your state winner is really good. Mm-hmm. Second place could be really good and then it just falls off. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a like a real wrestling yeah. state, you know? That's a
1: shout out to my brother-in-law, four-time state Four-timer. champ. Four-time state champ. Hmm. Nevada. But yeah, I didn't even, I had no clue. It was his dad that got him into it. He mm-hmm. he went to Cimarron. I went to Gorman. And like, we didn't even have a wrestling team. I never even heard. No. Like, I had no clue anything about it. But I have a ton of respect for it now being around it, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's impossible not to. My kid's going to wrestle, I can tell you that. Yeah. Like he's, different. he's he's built like <laughs> I mean, me, like little tiny short legs and monkey arms. He should be pretty good. Be really what good. I've
2: noticed about wrestlers, just my friends in high school and stuff, like everyone is so mentally strong. That's, that's, like yeah. it is incredible how mentally strong they are. Cause like you said, you're doing the swim stuff, you're, you're a track person, like you're puking all the time. Like, yeah, to go through what they go through and still enjoy it every single day. Talk and about still translation focused, to hunting too. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah.
1: Being mental like that, like that's like a big you have deal. that
2: edge that everyone mm-hmm. wishes they had, and you're just going into the mountains that much more prepared because you know you can get out of any situation. You know you've been through worse before, like you've been through hell. Yeah, like you literally have, and you're able to push. Do
0: a lot with like the Green Berets, as far as the different um, foundations and stuff. We'll go out to their ranges and we we'll do competitions and stuff like that. And and uh, they they love recruiting from wrestling. Hmm. You know, like yeah, get through all of their. You know all the the pre training, the screening, and all that. with seals and the Green Berets are like, I know if I have a college wrestler, he's he's he, gonna make he's it. gonna make it. Yep. yep. Barring like he breaks his foot yeah. or leg, right? It, it is. I mean, from seven years old, you know, you have a couple of years where you learn whatever. But then we're doing it year round, traveling,
1: cutting weight too, cutting weight like as kids, bar- you know, and that's a that's a. That's the part. Listening to Randall talk about how he was cutting weight through Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm like, dude, to be a teenager and like that level of sacrifice. Yeah, wow. So last couple of days, and I'm not giving anything up
0: here, but we had a kid just cutting weight. And the Ultimate Fighter, yeah, give it all up. What's going on? They got I just can't. <laughs> Think NDAs and stuff, but um, cutting weight shows up. These guys are. It's not like we have have them for eight week camp, like. The guys that are fighting first, or they show up. They've been mm-hmm. in a hotel for a long time, yeah. and they're in fight week, right? Hmm. And so these guys are smaller, and we got like 15 pounds, and that's with them watching it, right? And so Chandler and I got up on on weigh-in day and went over to their house, and this dude was putting in work the night before. You see his face; he just he's dead, hmm. and he still has 10 pounds to go. And In the morning, we get it's six forty-five a.m. We show up. He's on the treadmill in plastics. We lay him down, wrap him up, then put him in the sauna. Yeah. Then draw a hundred and four degree bath and put him in there for twenty minutes. He's still over. We got to go back in the sauna, right? Dude. And then on top of all that, he's got to fight.
2: You, you got to fight. So you're just <laughs> draining the, the next day. Yeah, twenty four hours. Yeah, later, that was right?
0: yesterday.
1: And he's fight. You're going to coach him today in a fight. We're going to go coach him in. Yep, I saw him this morning.
0: He got a little shakeout, just meaning like, did he ma- did he make weight? He made weight. Yeah,
2: it's um, it's, unreal. it's so crazy. I, I remember. I just imagine. remember all my friends like wearing like little trash bags back in the day, yeah. and the sweatshirts yeah. and like everything, like just sweating their yeah. butts off. Just insane. These guys are these. They're
1: they're one fifty fives and one forty fives, right? Thirty five. Yep, or thirty fives this season. So they're they're cutting a decent amount of weight, right? That's yeah, a good what's, he, of your body what's he going like. into today? Then, I mean, there'll be a lot of them. Be like what
0: 35ers? fifty? Yeah, uh, probably above fifty. Like a like you can put twenty pounds on, on just your straight, water. but you don't want to. Also, you don't. Yeah, wanna, <coughs> you don't want to have a a body that you're not used to. Yeah, hmm. like you haven't you've been training at like ten pounds less, right? And then all of a sudden you're. 155, yeah, it's going to be kind of weird and different. And I mean, I when I cut down to 205, I'd be 20 pounds heavier in about five hours. So you'd be 225 walking in. I would drink like all my electrolytes, all that. I wouldn't pee for like 10 hours. My <laughs> body's so just absorbing everything. It's <laughs> so crazy. Whew. Yeah, then you get older and you're like, your ego says, Yeah, I've been doing this my whole life, cutting weight. And yeah, it gets harder. That's why I was like, You know what? I don't need to go down to 205 anymore. So I, don't I see these other dudes, I'm cutting, I'm like, you not envy. I get to show up fight week now, I'm heavyweight.
1: I eat clean, you know, I eat the good food, but... But you get to train at the exact same weight, fight yeah, at the exact same weight. I know exactly. Weight. That's, a, that's what makes sense to, to me. your body's used to it then, I think it's better, That's what right? makes sense to me. We're like Alex Pereira, right? Like uh, he's yeah, I mean, he's been talked about a million times yeah. and, you know... Uh, People get mad at us because we always talk about sports and that's what we're talking about. But <laughs> dude, Alex Pereira walks in at 230 and fights at 185. It's crazy. Like it's sanction. Like Joe Rogan said, it's like sanctioned cheating almost. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like he just has the genetically perfect body yep. to make 185 and then walk in at 229. Mm-hmm. It's insane.
0: So crazy. And it backfires on some people, right? They go in there, they can't. For me too, at 205, like I couldn't take shots. That it could take a heavyweight no problem yeah it's just like think about it you're depleting your body like a crazy amount and we just look at that as weight cutting but it's like you're trapped out on a, a boat in the it's middle of biology ocean, and sweating and not yeah. right yeah but then and then you're asked to go out there and, and fight the highest level of competition in 24 hours and thinking you rehydrate
2: could you imagine doing that hunting no there's no way like you would There's be no literally way, destroyed like, to, cu- what, to cut your body like that. So I've been, and I, got to asked to
1: to, I got asked to be kicked off the podcast for a second time because now I'm talking about carnivore. So yeah. first it was yeah. about cussing. Yeah. And now it's because I talked about
2: carnivore yeah, too much. you talk about too many sorts of diets Too and many opinions. sorts of diets.
1: I am a process-driven person. Like yeah. I Like I am – there is a purpose for everything that I do, and yeah. my purpose is for hunting. So I'm like always messing around to try to figure out the best thing possible mm-hmm. to go into hunting season because I know – you know this is why i was saying for you like being in fight camp to go on a hunt you can't natural life normal life doesn't exist when you go hunting right like just yeah, it's out yeah. the window you can't do it right you become an endurance slash like survivalist right yeah. like that that's what it turns into so like everything i do is is purpose driven in, in what i'm trying to do and mm-hmm. it's all for hunting so like i do this stuff before hunting season because i know like, day one, I'm going to be good, and then I'm just slowly going to deteriorate, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to hold it for as long as I can, like, yeah. this highest level of performance, right? Like, that's why I'm always messing around with my diet. But if you had to, like, cut weight, you know what I mean? You're like forced if you to cut to weight. You need to on change. Yep. Like, you're at the perfect level of performance, like, physiologically. You know, your body's at highest level of performance, and then what do you start cutting? Five days out? Four days out?
0: Yeah, so I do, like, a water load. And you're drinking three gallons of water for like three days then you get it to two then you go down to like one then it's like uh, one's like 32 ounces in one day then it's nothing for a day I'd so your right. body's tricked into thinking mm. it's getting all this water so it'll get rid of it you'll pee you'll sweat um, but just like this kid cutting this weight when he put a good two hours maybe of just that morning Hmm. And we dry them off because you want your hair to be dry. And we're talking about like point one, point two is going to yeah. make a whole deal. And he gets on there, and he's a half pound over, and like I felt it, he felt that He's just like a, a defeat, right? Like I have yeah. to go back in in the sauna, and that he's cr- his fingers are cramping. Like oh, man, dude, if you like had to you do that, you must really want
1: it. And then leave to hunt the next day, I'd be a wreck. Yeah, I'd be a total wreck it's because totally I look gone. at it as go in at the highest level of performance like you are with heavyweight, right? I'm going at the highest level of performance because I know I'm going to lose just a little bit every single day as it drags on, right? It's like to start from underneath, I don't know how you... I don't know. It'd be crazy.
2: Yeah. Especially if they forced you like, oh, you're going on a high country mule deer hunt. You have to meet this before you can go. So you're working up towards that, cutting, demolishing, trying to go on a mountain hunt like that after being at this other weight and now you're down there. Well, it's like...
1: Derek, bringing Derek back up, he's going to go on a hunt with uh, some seals. I can't remember what he's doing. I don't, I'll don't. let him talk about it, but he's going to parachute. He's going to high-level really? parachute into some hunt that he's going to do with these seals, and he's got to get sub 260. Uh-huh. First thing I said is, like, bro, if you weigh less than me, I feel really bad about yeah, myself. He's well, a, one. He's a six, you You're a giant human, so, like, you're going to make me feel really bad about myself. But two... Like, dude, you're gonna lose all that weight and then have to go on a backcountry hunt. Yeah. Like, What do you What are you gonna do? You know, like that's gonna be a wild thing. That's gonna be a wild process. He's two. What do we say he was? Two eighty five yeah, right 280 now. Two eighty something. So it's thirty. You know, twenty five yeah, yeah. thirty. Yeah, I mean, you've got to
0: change your body. It's got to be time, right? Like, if I was gonna cut, like, it'd be two hundred five again, I would change the way I eat. I would change like long before it was like a cutting deal, right? Yeah. So I started at two twenty five instead of being two thirty five and cutting down. And then the rest is all water. Yeah. I mean, that... You'd go that 225 be, to 205 straight water. I would go... I would leave for the fight, like, say, on Saturday or Sunday. Try to be 223. And by the time I get there... Literally 223? Yeah. Like, that, a, that Yeah. And then, hopefully, I'm 217 on a certain day. And then I want to be... I want to cut, like, 10 to 12 pounds. And you can do that. I can get 10... 10 to 12 in 40 minutes. What? Just, yeah. The matter doesn't, really? the just doesn't compute in my head no. at all. So you put the plastics on, right? And yeah. start really intense. Bah, bah, bah. Hitting pads, right? Yeah. I got sweatshirt plastics, right? Bah, 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 bah. Like burning up your like glycogen and stuff. And then you just keep that sweat going. I do that for like, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. And I'll do a long walk uphill on a treadmill. And that'll suck. Huh. I might have to maybe hit a sauna. But I'll at least get eight pounds in that. 40 minutes and then wow. try to go to bed and you're dreaming of like you accidentally got up and drank a bunch of Drink water, water. It's right? like when you dream, you, you dream yeah. you missed a final or some yeah, shit. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> and Ooh. then you, you get up, you get up and you go and you hit, you, you know, hit the weigh-ins or whatever you weigh in and then, uh, you start rehydration process, hmm. right? It's not, it's not eating right away. You don't even want to eat. Did you just shit your pants? If you eat, you eat right oh, away. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. it would not be good, but you, uh, You start with like a little carb drink and sugar Mm. and you move on to, you know, some electrolytes and all that. And then probably like an hour or two, you maybe introduce a little
1: bit of food. So crazy, man. It's not fun. Mm. So crazy. And then when you were doing heavyweight and light heavyweight, man, holy shit. Yeah, yo yoing was not. Your body's doing all
2: sorts of different things.
1: Your first heavyweight, were you still two twenty five or did you get up a little bit?
2: Yeah, I mean
0: I would drink water in the morning and try to, like, hit, like, a half gallon just to weigh in at, like, 230. Just
1: to look bigger? Just, seem yeah, bigger? Just,
0: just on the scale. would be like, oh, yeah. 232 versus
1: 255. Yeah, because 250, yeah, you're not a big heavyweight. No, I'm not. No.
0: But you're still beating the shit out of these guys. I like being fast and, you know, my cardio yeah. I use as a weapon. Yeah. And I thought I had to be big, and then I realized... Really doesn't I matter. Gotta, I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. We're all big totally guys. We can all hit hard and this and that. And Once you get
1: that size, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all the same mm-hmm. shit. Find you can be double faster, double. though. Yeah. Yeah. Your wrestling's good enough. Mm-hmm. That's what's crazy. That's why Randall. Randall's 160, 170 pounds right now. Yeah. dude, He's never messed with me wrestling before. In this last 4th of July, I tell everyone this story. I'm, like, blown away. Took me down at my house. I could not get up. Oh, yeah. You Once know, can, you have it, you have I can it. pistol squat hundred and seventy pounds yeah like single leg pistol squat I could not get up couldn't get up like okay this shit makes sense now yeah I mean think about it he's been since he was a kid yeah the more time state champ. one on a broken ACL (laughs) finding
0: the most efficient way to hold somebody Somebody down down and turn them you know And it we all kind of dedicated our life to if you're a wrestler like that at that level yeah that's all we did you know Mm -hmm. now it's MMA which came from wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why wrestlers
1: are so dominant. It's crazy, man. They really are taking over. Anyways, so you got to get back to coaching, right? I don't yeah, appreciate well, the time stopping by, yeah, but yeah. It, we also want to get you out of here. It's kind of cool that you stop by while you're coaching tough. It, it is pretty, pretty baller. It shows, yeah.
2: again, the mental like toughness. Like He can do multiple really things. He came straight
1: won. from practice. Yeah. Re- Randall told me he's going to wrestle shower. I don't know what that is. What's a wrestle shower? Wrestle shower? Yeah, you told me you were gonna wrestle shower. It must be like a quick like wrestling a shower. Oh yeah, I just well we worked out and I
0: just ran in there, got a little locker room and just kind of rinse off real quick and rinse ran. Rinse off, found somebody's towel. <laughs> <Ran out>. <laughs> <Someone's> <laughs> towel. No, we appreciate right you coming. One hundred percent. We'll do it again
1: too. We get uh, we Randall have more and Chandler in here and no, we, yeah. we need to we need to hunt again too. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about. I got a lot of deer points in Arizona. Let's do it. And I want a coos hunt. Yeah. I'm never gonna catch the never, never gonna yeah. catch the high end mule deer stuff.
0: See what we draw here, you know. I'm hoping to hoping we get a little twenty three of me or my buddy. Yeah. And then we always have the vets out, you know, and then um see what we get for deer. I put in for Wyoming, I'll put in for New Mexico. Just make sure you don't have a fight November or December. I know. Well, I guess December it would be. Yeah. Well, yeah. The earlier the better for me because training camp is two months, right? Before. Two straight months? Yeah. And I get weird as far as like, yeah, I'll go for like a two weekend, yeah. two, three days. You know, I'll prioritize, prioritize that. But, you know, like I, yeah. just bringing food, enough food and the right yeah. food, I just can't do it, yeah. you know. I got one question for you, though, before we yeah. go.
1: John Jones is fighting in a week and a half. You yeah. fought him once or twice?
0: Once. Once? Who wins? Uh, John Jones. You think so? I think he absolutely.
1: Greatest of all time?
0: Yeah, he's greatest all all time. I think he goes in there. And gain or gone, however you say it, he has one way to win. Yeah, that's striking. He, is, he has really good striking. Zero wrestling for right? a for a big guy. I mean, Nagano went in there and wrestled him, right? Yeah. And the goes, guy has zero. He has zero. <laughs> Talk about zero wrestling. We're talking yeah. about John Jones. He's long. Yeah, yeah. I he, think so too, man. He's I really, gonna, do. he's going to go in there, and, but
1: he's a dog in the fight on betting odds. It's is crazy. Is he really? Yeah,
0: yeah. It depends what John Jones shows up. Right? Is he going to strike with him? Or is he gonna game plan? I don't know. I'm so
1: excited he's back. Take though. him it's down. Awesome. Yeah, I, I've got pretty cool. Violence. You fought him too. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like Derek Sack and Tom Brady. It's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah, I fought him right
0: on the when he was coming up because he won the title the next fight when he fought Shogun. Yeah, and I, you know, any loss I'm like, man, down. And then I see him fight Shogun and absolutely destroy him. I'm like, well, <laughs> eh, John Johnson, he, yeah. <laughs> he is that
1: good. It's uh, crazy, man. Anyways, we, we appreciate it. Oh, awesome, I to get buddy. you out of here on time.
2: Yeah. But speaking of picking up tags, though, real quick, yeah. we want you guys to be able to pick up tags this hunting season. So make sure, if you're not an insider yet, dive in. Start using our research tools. Use promo code podcast when you sign up. You're going to get 50 points to go on gear shop. That's $50 you can spend on gear. So you get everything, app strategies, filtering 2.0, draw odds, point tracker, hunt planner, everything you need to do to plan out these crazy adventures that we all love and crave. We got it with Going Insider. So, promo code podcast when you sign up. You've gotten so good at that. Oh, I'm very, very happy. Gets me, gets me fired up talking about this. And then we lead into some of these, like that little read. It's like, I just want to go hunting right now. Mm-hmm. Me too. Even though this conversation was a little bit all over the board, but it's like it yeah. motivates me right now. Like, I want to go freaking crush a workout right now. I really I know. just want to get ready for hunting. To get ready to go hunting. Like, I'm just planning a spring bear I am hunt right now. I'm jealous
1: of professional athletes for that. You so, guys have a reason to like. You know, yeah, amazing. yeah. I'm like trying to manage my home life and work life. I'm like, oh, I got to, I got to get some work mm-hmm. in, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, but I'm gonna go sit at a desk for the rest of the day, and then I'm gonna go home and do a wife and it. kid. Like, <laughs> it's just different. It's his life. Yeah. It is. It's different, man. But anyways, yeah. thank you. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you.